WVOW Local News, now. The West Virginia State Police released the name of the man killed by officers Wednesday near Beckley. I'm Livia Epperhart. Police shot 36-year-old Matthew Scott Jones of Culpeper, Virginia. A call Wednesday morning reported a suspect fleeing from a crash near Dry Hill Road. Allegedly, Jones stole a truck and was later reported near the Raleigh Mall. A pursuit after Jones commenced and would cross the border with Fayette County twice. The vehicle eventually quit on U.S. Route 19 in Bradley, Raleigh County. Jones exited the truck with a handgun. A short standoff ceased after officers shot Jones dead. An investigation into the shooting is ongoing. WVOW Local News is brought to you by Logan Regional Medical Center. I'm Tanya Crubb, Director of Acute Inpatient Rehab. Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. Hi, I'm Dr. Wright, surgical podiatrist from Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. I'm Romel Mitchell, Executive Secretary, Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. Thank you for trusting your care at Logan Regional Medical Center, always here for you. The Aracoma Story returned to the stage last night. The show, based on local history, was a yearly production for 35 years, taking a break in 2016. The show runs Thursday through Sunday for the next three weeks. All shows start at 8.30 p.m. at the Liz Spurlock Amphitheater in Chief Logan State Park. For advanced tickets, call the Aracoma Story office at 304-752-0253. Three Beckley area residents pleaded guilty Thursday to federal charges involving multiple straw purchases of firearms. 27-year-old Jalil Delaney and 23-year-old Deja Morris pleaded guilty to making false statements in acquisition of firearms. 22-year-old Sequoia Swain pleaded guilty to aiding and abetting another individual in making false statements in acquisition of firearms. Sentencing is scheduled on November 17th for Swain and Delaney and on December 9th for Morris. Each faces a maximum penalty of five years in prison, three years of supervised release, and a $250,000 fine. Governor Jim Justice has proposed a 10% income tax cut to be considered in a special session later this month. Justice wants an income tax cut amounting to a little more than $250 million. Justice announced his proposal for an income tax cut during a briefing about the state budget on Wednesday. The briefing focused on West Virginia ending the fiscal year $1.3 billion ahead of projections for the general revenue budget. West Virginians are set to vote on a proposed amendment to the state constitution this November to allow the legislator to make changes to property taxes. Assuming that passes, the Senate majority has been deep into discussion about cutting property taxes on business equipment and inventory as well as on people's vehicles. Initial estimates indicate that could have a financial effect of about $500 million. Senate President Craig Blair said he supports reducing the personal income tax. Uh, support reducing the personal income tax. What I don't support is doing it before we do the personal property tax. Blair's comments from Talkline with Hoppy Kershaw. Governor Jim Justice announced Thursday that he will award more than $1 million in Stop Violence Against Women program grant funds to 24 projects across West Virginia. The money is meant to establish or enhance teams whose core members include victim service providers, law enforcement, and prosecution to improve the criminal justice system's response to violence against women. The grants provide personnel, equipment, training, technical assistance, and information systems for the establishment or enhancement of these teams. These funds are provided by the U.S. Department of Justice, Office on Violence Against Women, and are administered by the Justice and Community Services Section of the West Virginia Division of Administrative Services. 
Money includes $25,000 to Logan County for a part-time assistant prosecuting attorney dedicated to the prosecution of domestic violence, sexual assault, stalking and dating violence, and $80,961 to the Tug Valley Recovery Shelter Association in Mingo County to provide services for victims of domestic violence. Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir said Thursday the Bluegrass State is experiencing a slight escalation of COVID cases, with 10,191 cases announced June 27th through July 3rd. The positivity rate is also experiencing a slight increase at 15.75% on July 3rd. Overall hospitalizations in Kentucky, as well as the number of patients in the ICU and on a ventilator, are increasing, but they are not rising proportionally to rising cases. Active cases of coronavirus are above around 2,400 cases. The Department of Health and Human Resources reported there are 2,428 active cases of the virus across the Mountain State. The state DHR reported 870 new infections of COVID-19 Friday. No additional deaths were confirmed, and the state's death toll still stands at 7,069 fatalities. Get local news on demand at WVOWradio.com and on your smart device. This is WVOW Logan. Here's the Coalfields forecast from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center. I'm Storm Tracker 13 Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. It's unsettled still today, very hot, humid, and we have the downpours with the showers and the storms. With mid to upper 80s today, the chance of storms 70%. We're back down to about 68 overnight. Still have a couple of scattered showers Saturday. Otherwise, lots of clouds building in in the afternoon. Temperature, though, a little bit cooler, about 82 or so. On Sunday, sunshine in 84, finally drying out. I'm 13 News Chief Meteorologist Spencer Atkins. Listen throughout the day or click on tristateupdate.com for more weather information from the Storm Tracker 13 Weather Center.